What's up, you guys? Welcome back to It's a Rich Life podcast. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate you being here. I also appreciate the feedback and the love and support from the past episode. Um, I know it was just an intro, but I've already gotten quite a quite a couple comments um, from you know what you guys want to hear from me, things you want me to improve on, and I love to hear that. I want to hear it all. So for this episode, we're going to be talking about a mid-year reset. So a mid-year reset is pretty much the opportunity to take a look into the last six months um, from January until now to see if there's anything that you would change for the next six months going forward. Um, It's also a great opportunity to look at the goals that you had set in the new year if you did and decide if they were realistic if you've already accomplished them, um, if you would like to continue them, and any new goals that you would like to set. So it's a great opportunity to just check in with your life, um, your daily life, and be able to see where you want to go going forward for the next six months. So for the purpose of this episode, and also just to create a more organized way to collect our thoughts, I have categorized our mid-year reset into six categories. Now, if you go on the Instagram for It's a Rich Life podcast, you'll be able to see that I've posted the six categories in the Instagram post, and you can take a look at those, and I encourage you to write them down if that helps you, or if you just want to take some mental notes, that also works. So the first category is daily life and habits. Now, I know every day is going to be different for everyone, and not every single day is the same, but there are things within every day that we tend to do day in and day out. That could be work, that could be school, gym, the route we take to to work. And I want you to look at those reoccurring things and see if you would change anything if you would improve upon anything, and if it makes you happy in a general sense. Not every day is going to be amazing, but you should have a general happiness about your day. When you're thinking about your daily life, I want you to take a look at two things, and that's routine and variety. And I think these are two vital components that every single day needs. There has to be routine that you know that you're doing X, Y, and Z every day. I'm getting up and I'm doing the same morning routine. I'm going to work and I'm going to the gym. And those are three things that I can rely on. I know that I'm doing those things every single day. And then there's variety where I know that I'm getting up and I'm doing my morning routine. I know that I'm going to work and I know that I'm going to the gym, but everything else in between and all the random extras of the day are not the same every day. I'm maybe not having the same breakfast every day. Maybe I'm switching up where I'm going to lunch or I'm making different lunches every day or I'm making different lunches every week. Um, I'm not you know, listening to the same playlist to work every single day. I'm maybe taking some time to look for different artists or I'm listening to a different podcast instead of the same one. Um, 
And I want you just to look at every single day, if you have those two things, if you have routine and if you have variety, because you can't have one without the other. You can't just have routine because then it becomes mundane. Then you become bored, right? And you can't just have variety because then you become scatterbrained and every day just becomes, it, it just doesn't work, right? You have to have both things in a long-term daily routine. I think that balance can almost be a preventative measure for burnout. And sometimes it can remedy a burnout. If you have been hustling day in, day out, no breaks, no rest, and you are just burning yourself to the ground and you are on low battery, you're on, you're on 1% and your body is screaming to just be plugged in, to just get some more rest. If you're doing that, it's not going to get you long term. You're not going to be able to do that long term. You might be able to do that for maybe like a week of finals, right? Maybe for a couple days. But then when you do that and you are going just 100%, 150% for a couple days, after you do that and you're done, you feel yourself needing to rest. You need to sleep. You need to do nothing because you've done so much in the past couple days. But if you're creating balance in your day-to-day life, then that is something that can be sustained week in, week out, day in, day out. The next category is productivity or efficiency. Now this could be in a school or college setting. This could be at work. This could even be at home. And I want to take a look at if you feel like you're being productive. Don't think about what anyone else is giving you input on your productivity or anything else. I just want to focus on if you feel like you are putting in the effort that is needed to get the results that you want. And this is a very subjective thing, but I want it to be that way. I don't want you to compare yourself to this person or that person, I want you to focus on yourself. Deep down, do you feel like you're doing enough? Do you feel like you are at the point where you are proud of the work that you're putting in? If that's a no, and you don't feel like you're proud of the work that you're putting in, you feel like you could do more, maybe you're dragging your feet and you don't know why, then I wanna ask you this question. Do you actually want to do this? Do you want to work at this place? Do you like the person you're working for? If it's at school or if it's at college, is this a career that you actually want to do? Is this just a major that you chose because maybe it makes some good money or it's a major you chose because that's what your, your parents do or that's what your brother does or... Is it something that you actually want for yourself? Forget everyone else. Literally forget everyone else. Deep down, do you want to do it? Because if it's a yes, and you do want to do it, but you're just dragging your feet, and you can't get yourself to be productive, then I want you to take a look into why. 
why are you feeling like you can't be productive, even if it's something that you want to do? Are you having certain distractions in your life? Are you putting emphasis on things that are not as important? Like maybe, you know, maybe you're scrolling on TikTok for an hour a day and that's why you are not getting this done. And then you're going to bed late. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been there. But just to focus on why you feel like you're not getting done what you need to get done, even though you want to. And then if you aren't wanting to do your career or you don't want to be at work or anything like that, then I encourage you to reassess, completely reassess. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to be going into a career that you don't like, or you're at a job that you don't like, and you've been there for maybe like two years and you're like, I don't see this improving. I don't see this going anywhere. I've tried. I've really tried. Then I really do encourage you to quit, to find a different job, you know, to work for someone else. Because I can tell you right here and now, it is not worth it to stay in a job or to stay going towards a major that you won't like long-term. It is not worth it. You can always pivot and find something different. You can always reassess. You can always take a step back and look at something different. I had a time in my life where I pretty much hit a wall and I realized that what I was doing, the career that I was pursuing, my life at the current state that it was in was just not it. And I had come to a point where it just, I couldn't go on. I was in school in college when I was 18 for nutrition and there were other things happening in my life, but I realized that nutrition was just not something that I wanted to do long-term. It's something I'm very passionate about. I'm still incredibly passionate about health and nutrition. I mean, obviously this is a podcast somewhat centered around that, but I knew that as a career, as a, as a money-making career, I didn't want to do it. I just didn't. And so I dropped out of college. I just completely said, you know what? <laughs> I'm done. I'm not doing this. And I started to take a break from college and I started just working. And I was just working at a coffee shop and I started to really reassess what I wanted to do with my life. Because at that time, I had no idea, and I mean no idea, what I wanted to do with my life. And I felt pressure from other people in my life that I needed to, you know, I needed my life to look this certain way and have these certain things. And that's fine. I mean, other people's expectations of you are just always going to be there. And that's how it's going to be. That's a normal thing, right? But your expectation of yourself is really the only thing that matters. It's really the only thing that should ever matter. Because at the end of the day, it's you. You're here for you. And that's what you can rely on. You can't rely on other people. The only person you can rely on is yourself. And so that big pivot that I made in life where I dropped out of college, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, a year or so later, I realized that 
I not only needed that time to think and that time to marinate in, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I realized that that gave me the time to find out what I wanted. And that gave me the time to realize what I didn't want as well. And so when I came to the conclusion that I wanted to do, um, that I wanted to go back to college and I wanted to do nursing, it was this overwhelming, like light bulb moment of, oh, so that's what that feels like to, you know, actually want to do something. (laughs) And I think that that should never be judged, you know, dropping out of college and readjusting your life and even uprooting your life and doing it all when other people in your life are telling you, you know, you're going to regret this or you're going to do this or this is going to happen. And at the end of the day, you need to do it for you. Because if you're not doing your career for you, if you're not going to school for you, you're not going to do well. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to long-term actually want to do it. And then you're just going to come down the road and readjust again, which is fine. That happens. But I really just want you to make sure that what you're doing right now is for you. And it's something that you want to do. So the third category is physical health and nutrition. Now, for physical health, I want you to take a look at how you feel in your body. Don't don't think about how you look. I just want you to think about how you feel. Is the way that you feel in your body good? Because if it is, great. What you're doing is probably working and I encourage you to continue that. But if the way that you feel in your body is not sitting right with you and you maybe feel uncomfortable or you don't feel you don't feel like yourself, I encourage you to look into why that is. You know, I think that this is something that a lot of people struggle with no matter their gender, no matter their background, no matter anything. This is something that everyone, you know, struggles with. Um, but I really want you to focus just on how you feel in your body. I want you to think about, is this something that I'm happy with? Is this something that I've been thinking about for a while? And, you know, maybe the, the way that I feel in my body is not the best that I could feel. And that's going to look different for everyone. I'm not thinking about a certain size. I'm not thinking about a certain shape. I'm not thinking about anything purely based off of feel is what I want. I want you to focus on because that's the, really the biggest thing that matters. Right. And if you feel like you're happy with it, then great. If you feel like you need to change it, then look into that and look into why you want to change that. So then let's look into nutrition. I want you to take a very broad look at what you eat day in, day out. Now this is going to look different for everyone based off of culture, personal preference, and maybe if you have any allergies or anything like that. But I want you to take a general look at what you eat every day. 
And I want you to see after every meal, am I satisfied? Do I feel hungry? Um, do I feel stuffed? Do I feel overly full? I want you to look at how you feel after every meal. Then I want you to look at the meal itself. Is it something that is relatively balanced? You know, not every meal has to have an exact perfect thing of protein to carbohydrates to, you know, micronutrients it, to fat. Like you don't have to have that perfect ratio. But look at the general meal, the general types of meals that you have. You know, does it have a good ratio of protein to carbohydrates to fats? Um, are you getting in some vegetables every day? Um, maybe some fruit, you know, and then I also want you to look at your sugar intake. Now, sugar is a thing that there's different kinds of sugar. I'm going to do a whole episode, probably many episodes on nutrition, so I'm not going to go crazy into this, but I just want you to look at your general sugar intake. Are you eating a lot of sugary things every day? If so, try and cut back at least one or two of those things every day. Now, if you're only having maybe like some sugar in your morning coffee and maybe something at night, you know, a little, a little sweet treat at night because we all <laughs> we all need a sweet treat at night. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, enjoy that. And I'm serious. Enjoy that. I don't think that sugar is something that you just need to like prevent, like stay away from at all costs. I think that sugar has its, sugar has its place in every day. And I just want you to focus on if you are just eating a lot of sugar and you're eating sugar in every single meal. Um, or if it's something that it's like, you know, I have, I have a treat and that's, that's what I do. And I don't want you to feel like you have to just avoid sugar, especially in fruit. Fruit is good sugar. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Okay. Fruit is good sugar. Um, don't go only eating fruit. We're not about to be fruitarians right here, but like enjoy your treats. Okay. Enjoy them. Especially if you're doing it in moderation, please just enjoy them. And then I want you to take a look at your water intake. Um, are you feeling dehydrated? Are your lips chapped? Um, honestly, how's your pee looking? Like it, that is a big indicator as to if you're dehydrated. Um, how's your skin health? How do you feel day to day? Are you feeling drowsy? You know, just look at how much water you're drinking and then, you know, reassess. I'm going to do another episode on this so you can kind of go more into that. Um, and then I want you to look at your vices. If you are drinking alcohol, if you are smoking weed, if you are vaping or smoking cigarettes or anything like that, all your vices, right? For alcohol, I want you to ask yourself this one thing. If you do drink, why are you drinking? And this is not to put judgment on you. This is, this is not a judgmental space. I just want to ask, what's the reason as to why you drink? And you could be saying, oh, Becca, you know, I, I just drink on the weekends with my friends and, you know, they go out for drinks, so I'm going to drink. 
but do you want to? And this could change every time you go out, right? But I just want you to ask yourself, every time you go for a drink, do I actually want this? Or is this something that I'm doing because my friends are doing it, right? I want you to think about if you actually want to drink or if your friends are just drinking, therefore you're going to do it. There is, there's something to be said about just drinking in moderation, right? Especially like if you're having a hard week and you just want a glass of wine at the end of the week, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Glass of wine, kick your feet back, enjoy your night. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want you to reassess if you find, if you feel like you're drinking a little bit too much, just think about why that is. Is it because you feel pressured? And if it is because you feel pressured, I think that you would be surprised if you said no to drinking with some friends and you just maybe got like a mocktail or you got a non-alcoholic drink. I don't think your friends would judge you. And if they do, you might want to reassess them. (laughs) Okay. But it's not as scary as you think. If you just want to have an alcohol-free night, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think anyone's going to judge you. I really don't. I think it's, I think a lot of people feel like they'll feel left out, but at the end of the day, you can have a lot of fun without alcohol. And I I just want you to think about that. Um, As far as marijuana goes, you know, if you're doing it for medical reasons, you know, to help your anxiety, depression, any pain that you're having, that's a completely separate category. Um, But if you're doing it just recreationally and you're doing it to, you know, same reasons as drinking, just to relax, you know, if you're of age and it's legal where you are, you know, that's, that's up to you within moderation. But again, I want you to think about if you're doing it for you, or if you're doing it because other people are doing it, right? I really want you to think about that. And I want you to also think about moderation, okay? Um, The next thing is cigarettes and vaping. I'm gonna say right now, there is no good reason. There just isn't, I'm so sorry. But if you smoke cigarettes or if you're vaping, I really, really, really deeply encourage you to quit. I do, because not only is future you going to be so happy that you quit, but I promise that it is something that is just not it. It's not cool. It's not, you know, this wonderful thing. It's, it's just not it. Like it really isn't. I encourage you to chew gum, do something to get your mind off of it, throw your vape in, you know, a freaking bath for a a week or whatever, get rid of it and reassess as to if like why you're actually vaping. Is there an underlying issue that you feel like you're, you know, trying to get your daily stress out of the way or just why are you doing it? Right? Because honestly, there's no good reason to vape. There's no good reason to smoke. There just isn't. Your health is not worth putting through that every day. The fourth category is mental health, and this is going to be really different for everyone, so I'm not going to go super into any details on this. Um, 
but I would like for you just to take a look into things that positively and negatively impact your day-to-day mental health. Um, And these could be things that you do, like habits that you do, whether it could be like, you know, going on your phone too much or any habit that you do. Um, Or it could be people in your life that are negatively or positively impacting your mental health. And I want you to take a look at the things that are specifically positively impacting your mental health. And I want you to just take a mental note of that. And if it's possible to incorporate that more in your life. And then to take a look at the things that are negatively impacting your mental health. And divide them into two categories. One being things that you can change things that you have the ability to alter. Um, That could be, again, I'm going to use this same example, going on your phone too much, right? You have the control to change that. And then I'm going to have you look at things that you can't change, things that might just be there and, you know, you can't control that, you can't change that, and to see if you can make peace with that. Um, That could be something like certain aspects to maybe um, a job that you're in. You know, maybe you enjoy 85% of this job, but there's 15% of the job that you're like, I, ugh, like this is just bothering me. This is affecting me negatively. If it's something that you can't change, but you can make peace with, then that is something that I think is very important to do. Or maybe it is a family member that, you know, they might say a couple things or have said things to you in the past, um, and you can't change that. But if you're able to make peace with it and move on from it, I think that's a very um, positive and empowering thing to be able to do. The fifth category is relationships. Now, this can be any kind of relationship, whether it's a romantic partner, whether it is a platonic relationship with a friend or a family member, um, but just taking a general look at each individual relationship and determining if that relationship is serving you in your life and also taking a look at what you're doing for that person. So it goes both ways in seeing if they are someone that you want in your life and also maybe asking them like, hey, how do you feel about our friendship? How do you feel about our relationship? Um, If you're in a romantic relationship with a partner, maybe reassessing, you know, what has been good in our relationship, what we need to improve on, um, and basically just taking a, a moment to go through that with every person in your life. Um, and this doesn't have to be with every single person, but it could just be with the most significant people that you talk to every day, that you talk to every week, 
um, and just kind of going through that with them. All right, so the last category is budgeting. Now, this is going to look different for everyone in every place of life, but everyone needs a budget. And I really think that that is something I can stand by. Um, whether you're in high school, whether you're in retirement, you need a budget. And I don't love budgets. And it's funny because I love lists and I love categorizing and organizing, but I don't like budgets. But I love saving money. So I don't know what it is about that, but I just, that's how I feel. But no matter, no matter how much I don't love budgets, I need budgets. So that's where we're at in life. Um, so basically taking a look at the past six months, what you've spent in different categories, especially once like tax season comes up and all that wonderful stuff. Um, just taking a look at different categories, what you spend in specific categories, um, especially like if you've been eating out a lot, maybe reining that back in and eating more at home or seeing what categories you need to save more in. If you could afford to spend a little bit more in other categories um, and kind of reassessing like where your values really lie. Like if you are spending a lot of money in clothes, but you're not spending a lot of money in groceries because you're feeling like you need to save money maybe spend less money on clothes and put that money more towards good quality groceries. So basically just taking a look at where you're spending money, the reasons as to why you're spending money in those categories, and just doing a whole reassessment. Um, this is also good to do once a month, especially if you are sharing finances with someone else and basically sitting down with them it's a partner, if it's family members, and kind of reassessing that whole thing together. Remember how I said this is not a financial podcast in the first episode? Well, now it is. You're welcome. <laughs> it's a rich life. What can I say? <laughs> if you've made it this far, you have now reached the bonus category. <laughs> this is a category that I could not not include. I had to include this. And that is decluttering and organization. Now, if you're rolling your eyes at me, I understand. <laughs> but it's very important to do. It is very important to do. Um, I think that doing a deep general clean of your living space once a month is super important, along with like cleaning, at, you know, once a week, all that stuff. Um, but doing a deep like purge of the items that you own once every six months, I think is incredibly important. If you guys have heard of Marie Kondo, uh, she has a method where you're basically taking items that you own, whether that is clothes, whether that is items in your kitchen, um, letters, anything that you own, literally anything that could be decor, and holding it in your hands, literally holding it in your hands and seeing if it brings you joy, seeing if it's something that you need, if it's something that you want. Did you buy this thing two years ago and 
you know, it's just not you anymore and you don't, you don't need it. You don't want it. Get rid of it. Don't, don't just keep it to keep it. We're not about that life. Um, so I would encourage you to go through everything that you own at least once every six months and reassess if you still want it. Now, if this is something that you are, you know, maybe looking at like a, I don't know, a sweater that you got a couple years ago and, you know, you're on the fence, you don't really know if you want to keep it or not, I would put it away in storage. And if you're in that limbo land where you kind of want it, but you're not really sure, I would put it away in storage. Don't touch it for maybe, I don't know, a couple months or so. And then revisit it and see if you've missed it at all. And if you have missed it and you still want to keep it, then keep it. But if you're like, yeah, I literally forgot about this. I don't even care. Then get rid of it. Donate it. And with anything that you're getting rid of, always donate it. Or, you know, if it's damaged too much, throw it away in a responsible way. Um, But don't just throw clothes away because that just adds to all the issues that I'm going to go into probably in another episode about the environment because we love Miss Miss Mother Nature. (laughs) But um, yeah, doing a deep purge of everything, super deep clean, um, reassessing all the things that you own, um, trying to pare down and buy less stuff is a great thing to reassess and get into. And then I wanted to end this episode with just a couple questions to get you guys thinking about the spend your reset and kind of just end this episode in a nice, lovely bow. Okay. So question number one, what would future you be glad that you did in the next six months? Question number two, what is something that you've been putting off doing this year? We've all been putting off something. I've been putting off like four things. <laughs> we, we can do it. We can get it done. Question number three, what are the top three things that you've achieved or experienced in the past six months? The top three things you've achieved or experienced in the past six months. And then last question, if you could change one thing in your life, what would it be? And are you able to change it? If you're able to change it, let's do that. Let's make some steps. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and joining me again on another episode. If you guys want to let me know what you thought of this episode, Follow me on It's a Rich Life podcast on Instagram. Uh, On that Instagram, you'll also see that I've posted the six categories that we talked about today and also the questions that were asked. And if you want to look on the description of this podcast, you'll also see those six categories and questions. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think. And I will see you guys soon. Bye.